Okay. Five years older than me. <laughs> yeah, so um, Michael Ormsby Morrison, welcome to Roll or Die episode 33. My man, good to have you on. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thanks for having me, guys. Absolute pleasure, man. Like, it was funny because you, you posted, you made the fatal mistake of posting underneath a comment about how it was good or something, and then we were like, all right, and it twigged straight away. You have to come on, man. It's been too yeah. long. Well, I did get the feels off that one, uh, listening to uh, Lincoln talk yeah. about you know, community and everything. So. Absolutely, man. It was really cool. I mean, and I get the, that was the thing. Like, it really prompted me, and it's probably a really good. Actually, before we do that, Kim, Kim Cousins, hello, welcome. Hello, yes, that's it. You guys <laughs> drinking your tea, and once again, I'm on the on the bevies. Yeah, <laughs> you young whippersnappers up to no good. I don't know. <laughs> but how do you feel about the uh, before we dive into the feel good stuff? How do you feel about the thirty third episode, Kim? A roll or die? It's pretty crazy. I can't believe it, man! It started off as just you and me having a chat on the phone, and look at it now, yeah. man! We've been doing it for like more than half the year, more than six months. Yeah, it's and crazy. Well, and I think it's actually gone for well over a year because we took. Oh, maybe not. I don't know. No, no, we we've, we've been having the conversations for more than a year, but having guests on has only been thirty three episodes. Yeah. So yes. True. Amazing. I can't believe people are still listening, to be honest. <laughs> I rushed through your back catalogue today. Uh, yeah. Lucky they're quite short. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you listen to the one with Young in it? Oh, my God, she's a dirty No, no. I saw your warning, though, on the... Uh, the language the, warning, yes. Yeah. yeah. She's so I great. Value, value. Yeah. I haven't listened to that one yet. You didn't so, give much of an intro, Anton, to uh, Michael. Okay, well, I'm going to do okay. that right now. Okay, so Michael Ormsby Morrison, purple belt, still purple belt, or are you brown by now? I don't know. No, purple belt. Okay, cool. Still purple belt, absolute MMA, absolute legend. One of those guys, he walks into the club and everybody wants to roll with him, but also he's the good mate of everybody. He's a killer and he's a nice guy all at once. He's one of those guys that if, you, if your club doesn't have one, you need to go find yourself a Michael Ormsby Morrison. That's what you need to do. Father of one, as far as I know. Little Brack. Bracky. Me too. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and, and one of the things which I really love and I want to just launch into is we did this monthly master's thing once and you came to that event. Like you somehow, you, you blindfolded yourself, you came to that event you rolled the whole day blindfolded and then you went I home blindfolded, right? And that was, I'd love to just talk a bit about that, man. Like whatever you feel like sharing about that, that, that was a game changing moment for me. Like it was just, holy shit, you're an inspiring dude. Uh, well, I, I was kind of, um, I felt like I could uh, just to get a better perspective of people who couldn't see, um, I thought I created it. Um, mm. I can't recall what actually uh, like drove me to, to do that, to, to spend the whole yep. day. But I aimed for the whole day. And uh, without your help, I wouldn't have been able to have made it and gone out of the house. That's, that's <laughs> cool. um, yeah. you know, my phone up so that I could uh, get it touch screen and talking to me and voice recognition and uh, getting an Uber and it dropped me off at the wrong spot. That's then, right. Um, and then I was, I was almost took my blindfold off. Um, but lucky I didn't. I 
I rang someone and got them to come find me on the street. So and was it Damon? Was it Damon yeah, that came and found you? Oh my God, yeah. what a legend he is too. Yeah, legend. And then he walked me uh, maybe a block to the... Yeah. To the um, and then I still have, now that you're recalling it, I, I still remember a lot of voices and trying to put uh, faces to them. And then just rolling that day, it, uh, I enjoyed it so much. Like, yeah. This is the experience uh, you just wouldn't necessarily get to participate in unless I made myself do it. Absolutely, man. And for me, it was like such, it was such a, an inspiring idea because no one in their right mind would set themselves up for a really hard day. It was a Sunday, I think. I think it would have been a Sunday. Yeah. And it was just gonna, you're like, your whole day was going to be interesting, but very difficult right from the yeah. get go. And you didn't know what you were going to come up with. And then all the people around you that had a massive impact on everybody there. They, they were swarming around you. They were fascinated. They were thinking about what it must be like to, to have no sight. Um, got me thinking about what would happen if I lost my sight like tomorrow. Cause that's how it would be. Like you didn't have a warm up for any of that. You just had to yeah. deal with it from day and one. And I'm lucky I got some prep, you know, I did like a day. I did a day's prep at least and tried to set myself up, familiarize myself with the house and things like that. Like yeah. if you knew that and you didn't know what a box looked like, it'd be tough. Mm. Yeah, I'd love it. I would love a, a day like a national, uh, I'm sure people would die in the, in the process. So it probably would be a good <laughs> idea, but but imagine if everyone did something like that, like put yourself, walk a mile in someone else's shoes who hasn't got it as yeah. easy as you guys. You know. It was quite easy to, to get it done, you know, and I don't, I don't claim it to be like a huge uh, achievement in my life or anything, but um, it was just a, a fun experiment, really. And I meet yeah. people that were there that day, um, and which is pretty special. Yeah. Yeah, and they'd go, you, yeah, you were there that day, them. and you'd be like, I can't remember you, obviously. Oh, I, I remember their voice. If we rolled, if we rolled, oh. I Yeah. Wow. We, we had friends that day, too, as I recall. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome, man. Oh, great. Um, okay. And then like, what else have you been doing? I mean, Kim, the, the question that Kim always asks, and it's a really good one is like, how are you surviving COVID? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I've got, I've got a four year old here. So, you know, he keeps me pretty busy. Like, and you can't really not stay active, you know? Um, it's, it's really easy to just keep moving every day, whether it doesn't have to be intense, you know, but there's always some um, running around. We've been skateboarding and scootering a lot. Um, you know, there's a, and we've got mats, so, you know, it's only so much I can get intensity out of a four year old, but um, I push him, you know. Yeah. Um, and then there's the non willing, his mum's, you know, the non willing partner every now and then, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can relate to that, buddy. I can relate. I just keep moving, really, whether it's in the in the backyard or with the little guy, you know. Yeah, sure. Kim, I'm hogging him. Do you want to? Do you want to have a go? Yeah. No. I was. What I think of when I think of Michael when I roll with you is you have a very unorthodox style. Mm. So I think it really. Uh, Low percentage. I, I heard a, an expression once that the the way you roll is like a reflection of your personality. So what, what do you say to that, given that you have quite an unorthodox style? Would you agree with that? Um, I don't think it's entirely true um, because a lot of people just aren't in touch with their game and it doesn't always trans translate. I don't 
Mm-hmm. Some people have a pretty mean game, but they're pretty nice people. Okay. I don't see how that, you know, sometimes uh, the game doesn't really reflect their personality. Yeah. I don't think. But you're right with playfulness, though. Like you look at people like, you know, Jeff Glover, for instance, for instance you know, the, one of the most playful. And you can see how his style is like that. But I try to have fun. That's, uh, that's my thing. And if I'm, if I'm not having fun in there, then, then it's not fun. We all know that. So I just try so hard to have fun. You know, yeah, even no, it's always a know, fun role. That's, that's for sure. I don't know, Anton, what you think. When you roll with yeah. Them, yeah, well, I mean, I think I think there are people in the gym who like have these influences, like um, like Tim Baker is an influence on your circle. You know what I mean? On your mini circle. Uh, yeah. There's parts of his game in you. So I th- I do do agree that people take on parts of like their personality to an extent. I do agree with you, Kim. Probably more yeah, so yeah, than Michael. I do as well. I do as well. What's that? I agree as well. Yeah. But it's not so. Yeah, it's not so cut, cold cut, but I think there are key influences. Like there's, in a circle, the, the ones who are the, like, I guess, like Tim's got a, a, he's got a lot more size. He's got a lot more this, and, you know, whatever he's got. He's got, he's got more, more but he's, mass. But he's thoughtful. So, yeah. and that reflects in his personality, yes. you know? That's right. Yeah. So, so he's a bit of a chess master and he uses a bit of a, he's a, he's a bully chess matcher. You know what I mean? And there's, like definitely well, Max chess could tell you about in that. your game. What's that? Yeah. Max could tell you a lot more about that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We need to get Max on actually. Yeah. And Tim. And Tina. Oh, these guys all need to come on. Sorry, interrupting you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. But I, anyway, that's my thoughts, Kim. I think that the, you get the mixture of the people, the key influences as well. And the, like the UFC totally influenced me and not in a good way. But that's where I came from. That's what got me into it in the first place. So then I was trying to mimic that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I kind of came from like uh, a friend of mine wanted me to uh, hit pads with it in his garage. And I was like, all right, you know, like, why not? I'd never really done any exercise. I, ne- I just did skateboarding pretty much. Um, had a few years where I didn't even skateboard and ate lots. You might have seen some pictures of me with a bit of a thicker face. Um, yeah. Probably the the body match the face? When I moved here to Melbourne and then, yeah. and then he got Where me was that from, running. Michael? Where were you from? I, knew, I moved from New Zealand. Oh, yeah. From into yeah. New Zealand in uh, 2010. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, I didn't have a very healthy lifestyle. I was uh, partying, you could say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, but then my friend got me into uh, combat and uh, kickboxing, really. And, and then that sparked the interest in MMA. It's, it's the usual story. I, you know, wanted to do MMA. And I uh, began his program at Absolute and then slowly started doing more and more jujitsu and realized I didn't really like getting punched in the face. Such a common story, isn't it? And not in a bad way. It is just the yeah. MMA is that flashy little diamond that everyone wants to be it part is. of. And then they go, oh, that's really, it really hurts. But I really yeah. like the grappling. <laughs> yeah, but it's good to, it's, it's great to keep it real because, you know, yeah. it's, it's a bigger thing, bigger animal, oh. you know. Mm. Yeah. Go, Kim. Oh, <laughs> wait, just... no, no. So tell, talk us through a bit more about like your, start like your beginning and yeah. and things like that because so, that's always interesting for people like you're a purple belt now but tell us about the early days 
Well, a pivotal moment for me was watching another cliche story. Uh, UFC 141 and Frank Mir broke Big Nog's arm. Oh, I remember that one. Yep. Yeah, and I was super duper 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 impressed. And that pretty much really drove me to go learn some stuff. Um, and then, like those first few years as white belt, I've heard a couple of other people, like Haley, say the, the anxieties you get. Um, every, every class that you're going to, you, you mm. battle to talk yourself out of it all the way there, you know? Oh, and getting all your gear, like it's, it's a constant. I just need yeah. something to convince me not to go. But it was one of those things where I, um, I, I just got so much out of it. It was just super challenging and I could see results. You know, the, the application of things, skills you just learned and being able to apply them and then work is a real, like, mm. let's go thing. Um, and then I just got uh, more consistent and then didn't want to get beat up as much. So there's, you know, less going out, less drinking, less partying, you know. So it was more, I dropped all that kind of thing more to not get beat up as much mm. to be, yep. you know. You can't, you know what it's like. You can't really stroll in there broken and expect to have fun. Well, we could talk to Max about that, couldn't we? So we'll get, <laughs> when we get him on the show, we'll ask him. Yeah. So, you know, um, just, oh, and when I first started too, I joined like an MMA online thing, uh, critical image or something. It was, it was pretty odd, like uh, some guys out of CSW, Paulson. Um, and I was just watching so many things as well, just like trying to soak up as much fighting and and jujitsu as I could really. Like I've pretty much seen all the UFCs now. Like, yeah, I don't watch it as much as anymore. I think blue belt, white belt, and blue belt was you, you get really, really, really into it, eh? Where you mm. you really want to tell everyone about it. This is where all the memes come from, right? You want to <laughs> share it with everyone you know. You know, you're at the local supermarket and you're like, hey, have you tried BJJ? You know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like seeing a really good movie. You just want everyone to know about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's yeah. what I was like, as Blue Belt especially. Like, and I'm happy to say I've got a couple of people into it that are, yeah. I hope, lifers now, you know. Yeah. So I get a lot, about, a lot out of sharing it now. Like, yeah. But I hold back a little bit now. Uh, trying. To- <laughs> that's part of being Purple Belt. You learn how to share appropriately, you know? Yeah. It's so all part of it. It's part of the journey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I'm sure you've seen a lot of it, Kim. Um, yeah. A lot of us are all the cliched moments of belts. Yeah, oh, definitely, definitely. But how have you found the purple belt so far? Because for me personally, that's almost been like my favourite belt through the belt. So, I mean, you've been a purple belt for a couple of years now. How, how are you enjoying it? Yeah, I think like two years now. Yeah. But- be honest, my, uh, like the first half of it, I was injured. Um, tore my MCL and I was out for a good six months, something like was that. Was that us? Did we do that to each other? Did I? Was that I, our role? Was that our role? Because uh, I think I'm not going to name names, Vince. He's uh, <laughs> <laughs> fam. He's fam. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> It was an accident. They happened, you know, in hindsight. Um, it was a pretty horrific accident, though. I, I got to admit, it hurt a lot. Um, just, I had him on my back, and I was trying to pull him off. And I was 
I just locked out in my legs and he just fell on my leg and it bent the wrong oh, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but our, uh, thanks to Livia, she, um, she helped me get my leg back really fast, like quite confidently, really fast. And in that meantime, awesome. I wanted to stay, you know, in the community. So I had the opportunity to start refing with Ben. Yeah. And then since that opportunity, I've, like I, on my recovery, I tried to take as many of them as I could, you know, doing all mm-hmm. that. But end with you. Yeah. Masters, whatever it is. About, about refing, Michael. Like, because I've refed a couple of times. For me personally, I find it actually harder than competing for myself. How, yeah. how do you find it? Remember Super BJJ and you're about to go on and you're like, oh, my God, these kids They've got me so nervous. <laughs> Kids yeah. are yeah. worse. You've got the parents yeah. and the coaches. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those parents can be shockers, can't they? BJJ oh, parents, soccer parents. That, that's what I've seen from refing. So much passion. So much. <laughs> and uh, they're not always educated um, encouragement and stuff and coaching a lot of the time, to be honest. Yeah. Um, what are you going to say? Stop yeah. encouraging them. Yeah. <laughs> Stop breaking your kid. <laughs> oh, yeah, but your there's a spectrum of, um, of uh, parents, that's for sure. Yeah, there is. There is a um, spectrum. I like that. That's, that's a beautiful way to put it. And, and spectators as well, and coaches. It's a spectrum, you Did know. you watch the UFC on the weekend? Sorry <laughs> to just interject, but one of the, one of the guys was, oh, was Adesanya in the, in the, um, was in the post-fight press conference, and he was talking about how he loves... UFC fans, but when they get together in groups, yeah. they become morons. I, I really respect. I really respected his um, opportunity to say that on that platform. Yeah. I think yeah. that was uh, big ups to him. Yeah. Agreed. He would I normally tell truth. Yeah. Platforms like that. Large. He speaks it. Yeah. So going back to the refing, do you feel Refing. like it's helped your jiu-jitsu, Michael? Because I, oh, yeah. I know myself when I've done uh, definitely it. Definitely strategically for sure. But then yeah. to be honest, when I, I hadn't competed in a long time and refed a lot more, um, then when I competed again, I, I, <laughs> it didn't I help. Um, <laughs> but I thought I'd, I understand a lot more about strategy and um, yeah. I saw a lot of points go to waste. A lot of matches lost when they shouldn't have been. Like yeah. lost. Lots. Some people just yeah. get, you know, lost in the moment and want to jump on mm-hmm. the leg, get up. When most points, wins I, I've seen come from just getting up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, uh, I, I see so many. I find it really difficult to ref. I found it one of the hardest things. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah. Yeah, like you say. Hats um, off. It's like it's such a thankless job too. Like I think <laughs> until you've actually refereed. Once you've done that, you'll, you'll never bag out the refs again. You'll never, like, complain about a referee decision or anything like that. It's so true. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's, it's really, like, I can, when I think back to, um, you know, the Arnold Festival and we we're putting on the comp there and, and Gustavo would be there with his whole team of refs. I would work, like, all day. And we were so caught up in just trying to run the comp that we were literally, like, we were grateful but in hindsight, we were not grateful enough for what those guys were doing. You know what I mean? And they weren't oh, getting well, you, you know, speaking of Gustavo, you know, he's the guy I asked all the questions, you know. He's the... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's the guru. What if this happens and this happens? What do you reckon I should do here? You know, like, 
just rolling scenarios that I have in my head and I'll just be like, come up to him and be like, hey, what if this happens and this happens? You know, I same with Marcel. I do that a lot too. Like, oh, I'll send him a clip. What do you reckon? Who got the points? Who should have got points here? You know, that's, yeah. I just love it. I love it that much that I even get like that with refing with, you know? So, yeah. I do a good job. That's the thing. I want because so many bets a different amount, you know, like emotionally, physically, money, you know, so their time. So every, everyone's like invested different amounts and I just want to do the best I can for them. Right? So whenever I make a decision, I'm really trying to tell them why I made the decision, you know, like, yeah. So I, think I, really helped, really I do try time. to explain why I, what I do and why, um, just cause I see a lot of like decisions being made and they don't understand why, what happened mm. or why they lost why the other guy got a decision. Yeah, it's a good chance to educate. You're right. It's a very good chance to educate that a lot of refs probably wouldn't do. Yeah. 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 Actually, you're going to make it better. Do you you find that's received well or not not so well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. And I'll I'll stand on when I make mistakes as well. You know, I've made a bunch and I really don't like it. Mm. And I still feel like I've let people down, but I try my best. Yeah, Not- that's what I found the toughest part with refing because when you make a mistake as a comp in a comp for yourself, it's just on you. But yeah. when it's you know you're affecting the outcome essentially or someone else's result, it's it it sucks. Yeah, it's really yeah, hard. and it sucks too when in hindsight and you look back and you, or sometimes video and things like that, you know. But you've already made the decision. Yeah. That can- to kind of swallow but you just got to move on but you do you grow so much you definitely grow even if it doesn't show up in the immediate competitions ever afterwards definitely would make you a better competitor definitely make you better at just jiu-jitsu and and make you much better as a coach i reckon as well so listening as well uh listening to people coaching i think is um what a lot of people can improve on Mm. yeah yeah absolutely Uh, like recently but and like since we haven't been training um, been watching a lot of footage and I, I've noticed like the same people cornering me at my fights and like, like Jules and hmm. and things like that. You know, those people that are always there giving you the corner, you know, a good corner. Yeah. If, I, yeah. if I'd listened yeah. to them more often, I mean, a few matches I've watched, I probably would have done much better. So I'd, yes. I'd say like act on good advice, you know, people hmm. you trust. You know, I was watch, I've been watching a, a series on Netflix about coaching recently. Just and it's made by LeBron, and he's and and he's produced it anyway, and a couple of others. But they interview high level coaches, and one of the great things I got was um, that the coaches who are coaching often aren't as good. I mean, in this case, they are. They're better competitors than you. But the fact is that they also are coaching you in comparison to what's happening at the time with the person you're against, like. They're not coaching you just because, like, and I think for me, like, sometimes I don't, I haven't gotten that. You know what I mean? They're coaching on the yeah. whole circumstance. They're not coaching me on how to do jujitsu. Yeah. Or, you know, and it doesn't, not, not that it should matter on, or shouldn't matter, but I think some people take the coaching a bit personally, for example, but they're not. They're looking at the circumstance and they're, 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 they're weighing in on how to have you perform at the optimum in that circumstance, which, yeah. you know, I think that's the key to, to good coaching that I'm really focused on is not, you know, not teaching them jujitsu yeah. at that time, but no, no, no way. And I've never seen yeah. the best, uh, like good coaching work like that, you know? Yeah. 
usually it's reminding people of uh, things they already know. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I think that's where some of the parenting that. coaching goes astray, you know, because you've got yeah. the, the, the parents who do know it a little bit more than maybe where their kid's at or something. And they're just yelling out instructions of things that have not been drilled, not been practiced, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think some parents get a bit rough on their kids. Um, I notice a bit, just too much pressure. I've seen some not cool things, you know. Mm. Um, it should be more fun. Um, yes. And I just take something away from like Dave Hart said on here um, with his little one. He's not going to push it. You know, it's just yep. always, it's got to be fun. I think it's the same with adults as well, you know, you, unless you're a competitor. We don't get that, that drive. But with kids, I think, you know, it's got to be fun. Yes. Pumps, parents are a little too serious sometimes. They really are. But that's part of the early belts as well. Like, I'm so less serious about my jiu-jitsu now. I really want to be great at it. But that kind of, I don't know what it is. That mentality like is gone from... You know, like, like when you watch Lincoln coach his kids, you know, it's quite focused and calm. You know, everything's really calm. Yeah. It gets a bit yelly and screamy. I think it's ineffective. Yep. Absolutely. Especially for children. Like, when's that ever helped? Yelling at yeah. a kid. Or adults. I mean, you try yelling at your employees or your co-workers. Yeah. It doesn't work. Yeah. You know, it doesn't last long. Like, it's, it's not effective. Yeah. So I'm really excited to do it again. It's one of the scariest things, uh, you know, I've done. But uh, at the same time, I still want to do it again, which is really weird. That's kind of like competing for me. I'm scared shitless of competing, but I love it. And I'll always do it if I get the opportunity. Same. <laughs> same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can get involved, really. Because, you know, it's one of, I want to be doing it for a really long time. I'm in no yeah. rush to, to get a black belt or anything. You know, I'm just going to keep slogging away and forever. Yeah, me too, bro. I'll, I'll be there. We'll be rolling against each other in our 80s and 90s. And we'll be there with many stripes on our black belt. Martin, something that Anton asks often of our guests, and I guess yeah. I'll ask it of you, like how have you found like this time, this lockdown, this pandemic, like what have you kind of gained? What, uh, what insights do you have from it? What's... How do you feel now? Do you feel differently to how you felt six months ago or what's changed for you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a lot more, um, um, I'm a lot more okay with, with not doing jujitsu mm -hmm. um, because I know, because having this time, oh, I, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm feeding for it like everyone else. But I know there's a lot of other things that I can um, to make me happy. Um, and having a family around, it's, you know, it's quite easy to... Yeah. I'm with family, I think, and, yeah. and positive things to do and learn. And um, all those cliche takeaways of this time, you know, there, there's a lot of time to work on art and all the things, different things that I've wanted to do, you know. There's just more time and more time to spend with my fam. Um, yeah, I think I don't like seeing all the, I can see how people are getting unsettled. Um, cause it's, I have moments where I feel, oh, we're not going to get out of this thing. When, when's it going to end? Um, then you have to remember we're doing, a, we're doing a good job and we're being responsible mm. with all that kind of thing, you know? Mm. Um, 
thinking of others. I think that's a big thing we can take away. Um, it might not affect you, but it might affect other people, you know, so that's why we are making these sacrifices. Absolutely. My, uh, I'm watching the numbers in Russia and what we are doing here is, I don't know if it's going to work or not, but it's certainly remarkable if you look at us versus other countries in the world. So we are winning. If it's a numbers game, we're winning that game. You know, yeah, I don't know what and just staying positive generally, right? Yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, stay positive. Yeah. Make the most because of the we time. We will roll again, you know. You know, it'll, it'll, we will hit our lives back to awesomeness. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. That's part of the reason why we got you on, Michael, because we want positive people at this time. We knew we needed someone that would lift people's spirits. So thank you for... Oh, uh, yeah. Well, thank. I appreciate you having me on. Like, um, you know, we shot the shit before, but we've never recorded it. You know? Never recorded it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> there is a lot you have to offer, bro. That And, and we don't plan this. We just come on and we just go, hey, let's talk. Yeah, and like we've uncovered so many amazing things that we knew about you, but would not have written down, you know, all this stuff about the refing, all this stuff. Oh, it's all funny. I put in some, I had some little points that I wanted to touch on and stuff, but you know, I didn't even, um, like one big thing, I think my personality is self-reliance is what I look, um, what I look for in life, trying to be more self-reliant. Mm. And I think it fills a gap for that, for me, self-defense and being able to take care of myself and my family, you know, so. Yeah. Good on you, man. Is there any other, anything else on your dot point list that you want to get out there? Is there any shout outs? Is there any... Oh, you know, the culture, big ups to all the people I've ever rolled with, you know? Yeah. Um, you know how awesome it is I can go to other countries and I'm excited to roll into a scary room full of killers, you know? it's Yeah, that's true. Um, I love, you know, my inbox being inundated with BJJ memes every day, you know? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Tim. So good. Yeah. You know, and just the, just having all, uh, you know, having all these people in my life because of it, you know. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. We feel the same. That's why this podcast keeps going and going and going. Because it's just, yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, we we've done 33. About... We could do another 133. Without yeah, that's right. It won't ever yeah. stop. And then once we get through everybody, we'll just circle back and start again because everyone's exactly evolved, right. you know, yeah, so that's, that's the cool fun. thing. Yeah. That's it. And then you can just Man. park it up, pass it on to Macca. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, and Kim's three men, fully yes, grown yeah. men. I've threatened to put them on as guests, actually, because they, <laughs> they uh, watch this podcast quite often. So I'll come on as guests and we'll see how you go. So. Do it, do it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, get, we'll get some um, background on more underground information on you, Kim. On me, <laughs> no, there's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing to hide. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get right to the source of what it's like just before you try and arrange that photo, Kim. It's yeah. like do you turn into a monster trying to get everyone lined up? I'll go into your position. <laughs> I'll kill you. Yes. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Yes. Michael, yeah. thanks so much for having me, guys. Yeah. No, thank, thank you. you. Thank you for your time. It's been awesome. And uh, yeah, miss rolling with you, hopefully yeah. not too much longer before we are back I, rolling person. I really miss rolling with you, both you guys. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. It'll be soon. Bring it on. Yeah, yeah. we will. Yeah. And you're doing a great job. You're doing a great job on podcasts. Thanks yeah. for listening, man. He's one of the two people listening, Anton. So, yeah, yeah. so it's half our audience. You're half <laughs> our audience. Thank you, bro. Awesome. <laughs> And I like oh. to skim through 
mentioned Haley and Dave Hart. Like, oh, look at that! They're going to the whole back catalog because they're months ago too. <laughs> because you'd be, to be honest, you know, jujitsu, jujitsu podcast. You're going to be hearing the same thing, you know, like. Be honest, everyone says roughly the same thing because we're all in it. We know. Yeah, that's know. true. That's true. You know? That's why the stories of the people with a loose thread of jujitsu is the, is where we go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, I'm glad I didn't bore you know bore anyone too much. And thanks for always interesting to talk to you. Cheers, man. Much yeah. love. Peace. Thank you. you. See you soon, See guys. Ya. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.